fourth and fifth might be for fireworks, and we got fireworks this evening, everybody. Tuesday night, the brand new night from summertime. Take it down. Thanks, fellas. That is St. Ricketts with Fire Cannot Burn. www.stricketts.com. And, of course, that is the theme song to the 100% live brand new Tuesday night episode of The You Show. You. You. I am Jeff the Shark Perini. Celebrating another American birthday with me, as always. The co-hostess with the mostest. The sister from another mister. And by golly, Jewel Tady, one of the most beautiful 4th of July faces I've ever seen. <laughs> Jewel, good evening. You and the little missus look lovely in your patriotic wear. Welcome to another great Tuesday night. Oh, thank you. Happy to be here. Uh, good evening, yeah, how was your weekend? Uh, terrific. A lot of great family time and catching up and friends and probably five hamburgers, four hot dogs, mm. and all the potato salad, macaroni salad, beans, whatever you could possibly name. I am stuffed beyond all belief, but I am ready for a lovely episode this evening. How about you? How about the, how was the week? I know, I know you're a little under the weather this past weekend. Hopefully you've recovered. Hopefully you're doing good. I know. I was like, I'm not going to make it. I don't know. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I couldn't eat a thing Saturday, and then I tried to make up for it Sunday with the fourth. Um, to make a huge thing of my homemade pasta salad. That went over well. But, yeah, it was fun. I just um, hung out with the fam and had some good times. Sounds great. And that's all you could ask for. And a lot of fireworks. Uh, I know there was an ongoing battle on social media about, you, know, you cry babies, give it up, fireworks are fine. And, you know, some people have fireworks, which is great, and some people are going off with them until 2 in the morning. My dog, I know a lot of dogs and pets didn't take too kind of it, but it's over. And we survived, and we're all friends again, and we're back uh, to normal and back to work, I guess, today for many. So, Yeah, it seemed, it seemed less than previous years with the fireworks. So, I mean... I didn't think it was too bad where I was. What, what about you? Was it? I thought it was pretty good. Um, I I got your question. <laughs> and that is actually coming from upstairs. Ah. <laughs> I know, right? Like, man. Uh, the good bad news is this brand new microphone is lovely. I enjoy it. I like the <laughs> clam feature. I promise it picks up absolutely everything. Everything. It's, it's currently picking up another episode of um, Animal Kingdom upstairs. <laughs> another episode of the Yo Show. That's what it should be picking up. <laughs> so it's picking up Animal Kingdom right now. That is my wife upstairs. Show she thoroughly enjoys. I got some surprises from that show today. I won't tell her. Really? Yes. Oh, I need a new show, man. Like, all my shows have ended. All of them. So, need a new one. She'll probably recommend Animal Kingdom. Um, From what I've seen, and Mm -hmm. being a heterosexual male like myself, and she'll tell you, there's a lot of good-looking fellas in it. Ah. Uh, Ellen Barkin is in it. I love her. She's pretty riveting. So, uh, yeah, give it a shot. Animal Kingdom. is the Yes. Exciting. Good stuff. (laughs) Speaking of exciting, a lot of great stuff going on here. 
first, let's give a huge thanks to last week's guest, local actress from Mayor of Easttown, the wonderful Connie Giordano. Woo! Yeah, she was great. She. I'm telling you. She was terrific, man. I'm telling you, great Philly local talk, great talk about the show, her career, going down the shore, as we say. Yeah, mm-hmm. terrific. Oh my god, I'm so excited to talk all things about the show and possibly a season two. Like, that's crazy. I would love a season two. I absolutely would. I enjoyed it so much. And, you know, skeptical me. I'm not going to like it. And then, like I said, I got the email from the PR team and said, you know, we want to get Connie on the show. I'm like, let me check it out. I'm like, well, I love this show. Yeah, and it's not that many episodes, so it hooks you right in right away, you know? And Kate Winslet, you imagine seeing Kate Winslet at. Our Wawa, like, I would freak out. That'd be pretty awesome. So thank you to Connie for that. This week, Jewel, it gets super. You know we are music junkies, be it classic rock or pop rock or hard rock or rap or metal or any of that. So tonight, one of the legendary bands, their guitar player is going to be with us tonight from the Romantics. Oh, yeah, the one and only Mr. Mike Skill of the Romantics is our very special guest tonight. And I got to tell you, I am super stoked. Uh, You people know the songs. Um, What I like about you, Talking in Your Sleep, One in a Million. There's a lot of great songs that I grew up loving from the Romantics. And tonight, Mike Skill on our very show. He also has um, some new stuff coming out, solo stuff. We're going to play one of those songs called So Soul Alone. That's kind of a tongue teaser. Uh, we're going to play that <laughs> shortly. Um, good little rock number. I enjoy it. Mike Skill coming up around 8.30 tonight on our program. Uh, top five list before we do any of that. Trying to keep it to the guest, but trying to not do the same old category. So tonight I call it Jewel. <laughs> top five unmistakable songs from the opening chords or notes. So it's a song you hear like a little note or two like, Oh, yeah, I know that song. Or it's more like, yeah, it's that song. You know, one of those. And that's kind of what it is. And Jewel's going to kind of do it <laughs> as I do mine because uh, she forgot to write it down, apparently. But that's fine. And uh, I've got a lot. I had a 100, but these are the five that I love. And whether it's weddings or parties or bars or clubs or whatever, or even in the car, you hear the song, you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, it's that song. And that's kind of an honor of what I like about you. And Mike Skill, tonight's guest. So let's take a look. I <laughs> cheated again and put mine on nice on the screen. No, I and need it, your help. No, you really don't. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Duck the intern in the house, refusing to help. And that's why I love her so. Hi, Duck. <laughs> Duck, your, 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 your help is needed here. <laughs> she is the best intern in town. Ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. We love her. Okay, number About five. I got fired. Two. Number five, I got a tie, and real quickly, from the words of Robin Zander, he says, I want you to want me. So I want you to want me. Cheap trick, you hear it? Like, oh, yeah. I love this jam. Cheap trick. Tie for number five, but of course, what I like about you, but a romantic's that. And you're like, oh, yeah. You're, I start dancing. I can't dance, but I'm dancing anyway. But uh, that's uh, at number five. I'm stalling gracefully as Jewel writes hers down, in case anybody's wondering. Uh, number four, the fellas of Kansas say a few little words, and we know it. It's, carry on my wayward son. You hear them words, like, oh, yeah, I know this jam. And you, you get pumped up. Of course, wayward son comes on by Kansas, and you get down, and you're jamming. That's number four. Number three, 
these fellas right here. And it's a song that actually became known in dance clubs as well as bars and radio and everything. And it's one of the most classics. And it's actually Brian Johnson's first written song. And he told the guys, this might be the greatest rock and roll song I ever heard. He actually did. Shook Me All Night Long by ACDC. That's a great one. That's a, like a timeless number. You can dance to it. You can rock to it. You can dry hump to it. Oh, whatever you want. Shook me all night long. ACDC <laughs> and number three. Jewel does not like the thought of dry humping. Number two, Jewel, you got to agree. The whole world has to agree. When you hear that, you know it's time to jump around House of Pain at number two. That's the song that always gets me off my feet. I love it. Number two, House. And number one, one of my all-time favorite bands, my all-time favorite song, my number one rock anthem, my number one party song, it's none other than Paradise City by Guns N' Roses. You hear that little strum, that... I just heard that before the ship started. Ah, baby, I'm telling you. That is my song. And every time I hear that little strum, it's not just like, oh, yeah, or yeah, it's... Yeah, because I freaking love Paradise City and yeah. I love Guns N' Roses. So that is my top five. Jewel had her top five all locked up and ready. She was getting anxious for me to stop so she can give us her list. Let's hear it, Jewel Tady. I'm five. so angry at myself for not being prepared on this because I, <laughs> I'm so excited for Mike that I forgot, completely forgot top five. I mean, one time, I think one time I forgot <laughs> completely. Um, but I'm just going to lay out like four I guess on the top, I, I did, I did just say, I did just hear paradise city. So that was going to be one of them. Um, duck said enter Sandman. That's a good one. Yeah. That that's a coming. terrific one. Enter Sandman. I love that. That's a great yeah. beginning to I like songs that, you know, you go to the bar, everyone knows the words. So they all sing yes. along, but take me home has to be another classic. Like that beginning riff. Do, 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 do. Um, and then the next two were Phil Spector, Wall of Sound. And I, I just, that comes to mind because he, he, you know, just blasts you right away with that beginning. And Be My Baby and Born to Run, if you listen close enough, have the same opening. That da-da-da-da-da. So I enjoy that. And, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm deeply, deeply angry at myself <laughs> more prepared but uh i knew i wanted to say that and yeah th that's what i have that's right. five that's five i missed some of them so <laughs> okay piece them together and her same as a terrific one maybe from that one uh duck will do your top five she should <laughs> i usually ask her every week or you know i ask a lot of people i ask my dad a lot and uh yeah i, I need i need help because you forget and you want to get your favorites in there but sure you often forget. And I noticed this evening you did a lot of work in preparation to this, which was excellent. We love it. It's a great guest. So you did. You definitely did your keep this evening. We'll rehash my top five, and um, we'll just give props to Enter Sandman and Take Me Home from Jewel. What uh, <laughs> a at number five. Thanks. What I like about you uh, by the Romantics, of course, Mike Skill, our guest this evening, and I want you to want me by Cheap Trick. Number four, Carry On Wayward Son by Kansas. Number three, Shook Me All Night Long by these fellas right here, ACDC. Got my new ACDC Highway to Hell shirt on the night. Thank you very much. Number two, Jump Around by House of Pain. Number one, Paradise City Guns and Roses. Jewel sprinkled some fun in there. Enter Sandman. Uh, take Me Home. Uh, Be My Baby. And a couple of those I, I missed. <laughs> it's okay. 
Okay, great. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm sure my, more will come to me. Uh, I'll have more by the end of the night. I'm sure I'll think of some. And you can spew them out as you go along. It's perfect. Yeah. Okay. So we're coming up on 8.15. We're going to play Mike's song in a few minutes. But we've got a couple of happies and sads to crank out real quick. Uh, let's do the happies. July 4th and a very happy uh, uh, belated birthday on July 4th to one of our great alumni here, the lovely Miss Lisa Orlando. Celebrate her birthday on the 4th of July. Happy birthday. So happy birthday, Lisa. Absolutely love Lisa. She is terrific. And today happens to be the 75th birthday of one and only Mr. Sylvester Stallone. Oh, 75th birthday to Sylvester Stallone. That's why they were talking about him. Okay, happy yeah, birthday. That guy will always be a, a badass. And uh, no, that's not Lisa Orlando. Uh, that was Sylvester Stallone. And of course, a, a very sad rest in peace today. Um, director Richard Donner passed away at the age of 91. And the list is amazing. The original Superman with Christopher Reeve, The Omen, The Goonies, of course, Lethal Weapon, Screws, great directors, some terrific films passed away today at the age of 91. And everybody says, well, there goes Goonies too. I think at 91 years old, I don't think he was making Goonies too. I'm pretty sure that was passed. No, probably not. The Omen was like one of my oh, first man. scary movies. It oh, was yeah. my, my brother, Ed. It was like his favorite scary movie. So you have to watch that. <laughs> Scared the hell out of me. Mm -hmm. uh, but I enjoyed it. Wasn't that Karen Black? No, that was, um, oh, man, you know, I want to say Faye Dunaway, and I think that's wrong. I'm going to look it up now. I think it's Karen Black, because I always thought she looked like Lana Del Rey. Unless Doc is looking it up now. And, oh, I'm sorry, Lee Remick. Is that? Yeah, Lee Remick uh, okay. played the mom. Um what am I thinking of then? Wow, look at little, little Damien. Damien, right. Harvey Spencer Stevens played Damien. He's now like a... a well. A, wow, God, he's well-aged. Yeah. There's a Damien in, in Joey's class. I'm like... <laughs> I know, right? Look at the back of his head. Look at the back of his head for little numbers. Oh, good. <laughs> My brother used to always say, oh, I see numbers on the back of your head. He's always freaked me out with that stuff. Always. Kid Malachi. Sure. <laughs> Snowman in the morning, Brian Snow in the house. Brian, good evening. Thank you for tuning in. As always, we got some uh, NBA championships starting tonight. We got Suns, Bucks. Of course, I'm uh, laying my money on the Suns. Bucks are there, a hard fight, but I like Phoenix. Also, uh, Stanley Cup Finals. Montreal finally pulled a game out, three games to one. Tampa leads the Stanley Cup Finals. Um, some good stuff there and there. So, uh, some sports. You see, Brian, that I. Uh, Brian says Suns and Bot. I like that. He also said Hawks over Sixers. I laughed at him. Look where we're at now. Sweet Jesus. Jewel, we got tons of man's cave scores. We got great topics. We got great guests. But let's get to some music first. Our guest tonight is Mr. Mike Skill, formerly of the Romantics. Now he's got some solo stuff. And he's got a new song called So Soul Alone. Hard to get that out, but it's it's really great. I love it. I heard it a couple times. I enjoy it thoroughly. I'm going to play it for you uh, tonight. And it just so came I, out like last month, so this is it's great. New Brian, stuff. So what's up, Cool Jewel? She is cool. Oh, Jewel. hello, cool man too. <laughs> she is our girl. Uh, so let's hit it. Let's get um, a little mic skill music for the folks here. I will uh, set it up first. We stop that. 
and then we share that and we click this is so uh, technically wonderful all the work I do here on the Yosho there it is share and then we blow it up so you don't see me and Jewel you just see Mike Skill there he is I love how these rock stars always keep great heads of hair look at that I mean I you know I get jealous of these guys yeah right. that is something to be jealous about <laughs> I am. Nice head of hair. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna play it right now Mike Skill our guest tonight so soul alone is the song and we'll be back with the air show in about three minutes so enjoy it we'll be uh, back shortly kicks out that so so alone awesome mike skill jewel teddy what are you thinking 
it's like you hear different elements and you're like, oh, it sounds like this and sounds like that, but yes. it's so uniquely Mike skill. So uh, I'm just so thrilled that he's on tonight. And man, what an honor. <laughs> this I is know. a big night. <laughs> very big night. Great. Very honored. Uh, you know, when you uh, hear classic songs, you get the memories of these classic songs. And I remember, like I said, I talked, I think I talked about the show a few weeks ago. Video Rock was the show. And I remember videos like talking in your sleep and one in a million. And, you know, and you, of course, like I said, anywhere you go, you remember what I like about you. Mm -hmm. Weddings, bars, parties, the song comes up. And to have the creator of those songs here is what it's, what it's all about. It really is. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. I know. Yeah. I, it just, uh, I don't know. If you would have told us a couple years ago, we'd be interviewing all these great people. It's like, that's that's the dream. So just happy to be here. Absolutely. I, I agree with that. This morning, uh, I, I did a little road work. I went out with uh, a buddy Christian. I know we do the, the hunt for the man cave stuff. And we were watching Married with Children. And I said, you know, you remember on my show, I had Amber. On, and he's like, what? I'm like, Amber from Married with Children. And he's like, dude, I love Married with Children. He's like, where was that episode? I'm like, well, it's back in the days before video. Although I did message Juliet Tablack, would love to have her come back on uh, with the video process now. And uh, he's like, man, that is so cool. And I, I started thinking back to all the actresses I grew up loving that have spent time with us. Um, Bobby Brown, Erica Leniak, Nancy Valen, Betsy Russell. Uh, again, like I said, Juliet Tablack and, and just great musicians, local musicians. And now a guy like Mike Skill. Amazing. This is what it's all about. It's what I love. I know. And Juliet's such a sweetheart. She like likes all my pics. I'm like, oh my god. Oh yeah, she really does. Flattered. You know, man, that's <laughs> awesome. And uh, yeah, I'm just like blown away. I, I still get Oof. nervous. I get geeked up every time. It never gets easier. You know, I, mm -hmm. I know I talk a good game, and I seem like I'm flawless. And I, you know, but trust me. Yeah, no, we we do a little freak out session <laughs> for every show. And I tell you what, 159 episodes, and every time. You lay out that first, so how you doing? And you get that first question out, and it usually comes out with a smile, and you're like, all right, cool, here we go. Yeah, just going to break into it. It's fine. Yeah, it's <laughs> a little nerve-wracking. Before Mike comes on, we're going to talk about an amazing national holiday that passed yesterday. I did not celebrate it. I forgot to um, – my wife celebrated it. We were pool-going yesterday. might have seen pictures on the uh, social media. But it was that National Bikini Day yesterday, Jewel. And, um, you know, just to show everybody what we're talking about, this lovely lady here in her <laughs> 4th of July bikini. I'm sure everybody would have keep bikini is. Two oh. feet, a little top and bottom. Lovely. And, like I said, stars and stripes, and, you know, for the holiday. So why not? I noticed the views start jumping because everybody likes a nice bikini shot. But anyway, National Bikini Day. Um, I, I don't know. Is there, does there have to be a national day for, like, everything? Yeah, why not? I guess my birthday my birthday is National Chocolate Cake Day, so I'm gonna own that. <laughs> I think yours is National Morse Code Day, right? Because you share a birthday with my sister. That sounds about right. <laughs> Morse Code Day. I get dumb stuff. Like what is that? <laughs> Joey Joey's is National Global Love Day, which is nice. <laughs> oh, that is that that's adorable. That really is. I like yeah. that a lot. National Bikini Day. Um Sure. Yeah. I mean it's summer, so I went to site. Fitting. 
You know what's funny? I realized today in looking at National Bikini Day and pictures, you know, from way back when, from episode 99, I still... He doesn't need National Bikini Day to do that. I still have this picture that I never took down from our site of Brianna Dale. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm like, hey, there's National Bikini Day. I don't know if some of those qualify as bikinis, but (laughs) Some are lingerie, some are tops and barely bottoms. Right. But um, she hasn't talked much about it, but Miss Brianna Dale is pregnant. Oh. Yes, she has mentioned, she has dropped hints of I won't be using my body or showing my body for a while. My body is currently under maintenance for the next, whatever she says, seven months, eight months, whatever. Yes, I believe she's expecting, if I read correctly. So congratulations. One of our, uh, I think possibly our most viewed episode ever and one hell of an awesome guest. She was so cool. Yeah. I mean, she is a mommy, so this would probably be her second, right? That's awesome. Yeah, I believe this would be her second. That's cool. Excellent. So congratulations to her. And, uh, you know, even with a belly, you're more than welcome to celebrate National Bikini Day. Oh, my God. Thanks for the permission, Jeff. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know, that's what you need. It's not real Boy. until it's Yoshio official. Right. Uh-huh. Ladies, feel free, <laughs> even with your pregnant thoughts, to celebrate National Bikini Day. Woo-wee. I didn't celebrate it. I celebrated National uh, Swimsuit Day. Went swimming yesterday for the first time in a while. Hmm. It's good fun. You know, it, the water is nice and nice cold. And it's weird when you don't swim because I, I hardly swim. But now that, it, you know, it, it's weird when you get in, you're like, man, this is relaxing. Like, I should do this more. <laughs> I, tell you, I got on the float and I was kind of backstroking and front stroking. <laughs> and I had like, easy over there. Uh, <laughs> some good energy. Mike skill set. I'll see you in a minute. Awesome. Look at that. Now that's a guest. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he actually preps us for his arrival and the nerves just start to grow and I get a little more red in the face. I know. You know I like the lighting. I like my my cheap makeshift lighting because you can't really see the reds of my face. You also can't see the glued down beard. To my that's true. That does block out the because um, I get red too. So that, that helps. <laughs> It took me to watching the replay of last week to actually see how red you were. Oh, boy. Tan until I get into the replay, and I'm like, yeah, no. red. Now it's it's turned into tan, but, man, I was fried. I stayed out of the sun for a week. I had all kind of sunblock going on yesterday. and you know, Good. The missus is very strict about the sunblock because my head will roast. And, you know, nice little shade. Yeah, definitely. My legs are, my legs are still pretty pale. I learned my lesson, and now I'm going to California this week, and I'm just, I I can't. I heard that sun is different out there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So uh, I got to be careful. That's what they say. Anyway, so, yeah, be careful. We want you to come back in one piece. Uh, I always laugh because Sherry Nelson always cracks about, you know, the the best legs in in all webcasting, and these things are pale, mosquito-bitten disasters. I don't don't know what she's looking at, but... (laughs) I love you anyway for it, Sherry. Jesus. <laughs> you love showing her your legs. I do. I, I you know, what can I say? I've got a rather small Sherry Nelson crush. Very small. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> yeah. From like here to like here, like around the universe. I love her, but she's amazing. Uh, like, like over, I guess. Very amazing. And, you know, she made a comment yesterday on one of your pictures. And I know. She's such a sweetheart. I can't. It's it's weird when, you know, 
Max model. And she's like, oh, you're gorgeous. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're the best, Sherry. <laughs> oh, right, like, another thing I love, like, when I get happy birthdays from, like, Nancy Valen. And I'm like, wow, hey, Jeff, have a great birthday. I'm like, I got Nancy Valen. Oh, my God. Just like that till I get geeked. I make those high squealing noises. Like, does. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do that stuff at home. That's no lie. But, uh, yeah, I'm glad everybody had a safe force of life. said the individuals with the fireworks, uh, just a little scary. Did you see any? Did you get to any fireworks? I did. We went to a big show, like, two weeks ago, so we weren't that concerned. I mean, we could see them from my sister's backyard, so we were just hanging out all day. And the kids had fun. They were so exhausted by the time it, it turned nighttime, so yeah. it was it was kind of an early night. So by the time I was done with a couple beers, I didn't, I didn't go nuts because, like I said, I went, you know, grandma's house, you know, her grandmother. So I want to get sloshed at grandma's. But by the time you're done eating and drinking and sitting in the heat and talking, and you're pretty wiped out. And she's like, would you mind if we didn't do fireworks? I'm like, nope, let's go home and get the dog, try to relax. Yeah. We, oh, it's my dog's birthday, too. She turned oh, 11. 11, so we got her a little bone, and yeah, she's a good pup. So. adorable. Uh, we got a special uh, surprise for your dog's birthday. We do. It's our very special guest. <laughs> anyway, uh, our guest tonight, of course, uh, one of the legendary rock bands of all time, The Romantics, and one of the biggest songs ever, What I Like About You, and great hits like Talking in Your Sleep, and One of a million, one in a Million, sorry about that. And he's got new solo stuff out. We played some of it tonight, and it is our extreme pleasure to welcome guitarist, and songwriter and singer, the amazing Mr. Mike Skill. Mike, good evening. Thank you, Thank you all. Extreme, right? The extreme. <laughs> yeah, man. We are, <laughs> we are like so thrilled to have you here. And we are, we're big music people. Jewel and I love music of every genre, every style, every song. We sure. do a lot with music on our show. And when Jewel said, hey, how about, Mike Skill from the Romantics. At first I freeze. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, just <laughs> just a, a legendary band, legendary song, legendary guy's going to pop on here. She said, yeah, and you're here, and we thank you a million times for it. Well, it's my pleasure. It's, it's completely my pleasure. Um, we Romantics played in Philly. Uh, you're in Philly, right? Yes. yes. That's what I thought. And uh, we played there so many times all over the place. We played the Spectrum. Yes. We did a place called the Hot Club. It was a, a punk club back in, like, 77 or 8. But we uh, played a lot of uh, nice clubs, and uh, we got around. Yeah, because yeah, you you started, started venturing off in New York and and during the punk scene and everything. That's and right. I mean, I'll, I'll let you go into the, your stories and all because I just want to hear well, <laughs> now, right. now and all began. <laughs> you're absolutely right. We were all over. We were um, we were always hitting uh, first we, Detroit area, Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio, the Agora. Then we went, ventured up to Toronto area, and then we started getting stuff in New York and uh, Boston. Then we headed down, of course, to New Jersey, South Jersey, and uh, and Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Philly. And it was all just work on the road, just riding that I forty, uh, um, that trail, that that freeway from from the nineteen forties. I think it was I forty that ran up from uh, uh, South Jersey all the way up into the into the Adirondacks. And all the big yeah. bands used to play there. And the same thing, still there was clubs uh, still on that route. And it, it's like a kind of an infamous band route. Entertainment route. Now, you said, you know, a lot of work. 
how much of it is work and how much of it is this straight up adrenaline and fun being in a band and getting on the road, especially in the early in the beginning? How exciting is it to get on the road and finally bring your music to all these different cities? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is work. Um, you try to put all that in one spot, do it, get it done, and then move to the next thing. And I've had a hard time doing that still because all my stuff overlaps. But um, yeah, we had our initial set of music. We had our 45, and then we had a 45 on a bomb, and we ventured out into all these cities. And um, things started kicking, you know. Uh, we had the look, the sound, the attitude, and Detroit energy, and uh, we really tore it up and, uh, you know, sweating our, our, our resale shop suits like this thing. Uh, they'd fall apart in a week, you know, just going crazy on stage. And uh, so we had to get like vinyl. We had vinyl pants and vinyl jackets at one point, and <laughs> black, red. Uh, we actually had polka dot, polka dot, uh, black and with white polka dots, little polka dots pants at one time, you know, following the old English uh, 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 glam thing and kind of a punk thing at the same time. But, uh, you know, had all our little short hair and four skinny dudes on, on stage and just kicking them out and uh, and owning it and really owning it and uh, and believing in the music and really trying to write songs. The thing was when we wrote, um, I keep bringing it up, bringing it up uh, we always felt like uh, we wanted our songs, if someone left your show, we wanted them singing our songs. So we tried to make, think of that term uh, in that way of writing a chorus. And um, so we tried to keep everything pretty simple and uh, we just have a lot of high energy. That's awesome. And I know yeah. um, from our years growing up, like in the 80s, I mean, my brother would were big fans of like music videos and video rock was a big show back then. I remember that talking in your sleep and all day long, me and him would walk around the house singing, I hear the secret set. I'm like, you know, you're singing that song again. We sorry about singing, that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love, we would sing that song over and over. And, and whenever the video came on, because it was random videos on certain days, every time it came on, man, we were blasting it. And Dad'd say, turn that stuff down and we're making it louder. And that's great well, we, had, we had to play it every night. So it, it was bad. <laughs> Is it so, surreal uh, that, that it even resonates now like that? And what I like about you, like the kids are still singing it and it's on all over music and television. Like it's such a staple. So is that still wild to you? Yeah. Well, yeah. All of it's wild to me because uh, I've only recently uh, opened my head up and thought I saw a thing on um, the beginnings of MTV and how they did it. And I knew what, what how they started it, but I mean, just, Mick Jagger on there saying, I want my MTV Bowie and all that. And then I'm going, wait a minute. This is a few months ago. I'm going, God, that, that really was expansive. The uh, intention, the uh, the viewership was incredibly incredible and looking back on it. And at the time, you're just doing it. You're just doing to the next thing. This is next. This TV show, this show, MTV, you know. So you're not really thinking how far and wide it's going. But, uh, yeah, you're right. Um uh, uh, the other thing is that we kind of thought that the, the record wasn't as high energy as the guitars didn't attack like we do live, the drums, we wanted more live sound. At that time, the punk thing was to go in, record, the raw rock thing was to go in and record it and leave it pretty bare naked, pretty raw. But um, the producer came in and he kind of, we do pre-production where you take your songs, you kind of rip them apart and make sure that all the parts fit together properly, which no one does anymore. But uh, you make sure melodies are ending on the right notes and choruses are proper and uh, fills, drum fills are, are right. 
you know, kind of like the way Beatles did it. Uh, you know, all the, if you listen to some early records, there's a lot of symbols crashing uh, Ringo, but later in the records, there's not. Like Sgt. Pepper's, there's hardly a symbol crash on anything. So they're taking things out and trying. That's what we were doing. And uh, like the Kinks would do and all that, our favorite group in the 60s. But uh, came in short, sweet, and uh, went in and produced the record, and we thought it came out kind of tamer than we, we are live. We were live, and uh, it kind of bothered us. But now looking back, when you take the time to do all that stuff I, I just mentioned, that's why it lasts till today. You know, that's why it lasts like that because the quality you turn it, it was. Now you turn it up, and it really, it really works. It really the the it it, um, it carries on. It carries on. It uh, it didn't lose anything, and so I think it's uh it, it's like a treasure. So it's it's good to hear. It's good to hear. Turn it on and turn it up. You know. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. I said we we talked about at the beginning of the show some of those classic like intros. Like I know that song and right away, and that's one of them. That's one of the the very few songs to me that I feel will last forever. It is catchy. It's mm -hmm. timeless. Like the music and everything is tight. Um, when you made it, when you made the song, I, I hear different artists talk. Matter of fact, I was listening which song. To uh, what I like about you when you first okay. made that song. The other day I was listening to Brian Johnson from ACDC and he said, you know, when I wrote Shook Me All Night Long, I turned to the band and said, this is a hit. Did you think to yourself, this is going to be a no. huge hit? No. <laughs> no. We, um, I came up with it at my dad's house in the day one afternoon and brought it to the, the rehearsal studio that night. That night, And just the drummer was there, Jimmy. And um, the other guys were on their way or getting a burger or something. But, uh, I showed up and I had, I was late. I'm usually late, but that day I was early. <laughs> there. Uh, I didn't have a car. My mom dropped me off. It's crazy. But um, this is 1977, 78, before we were signed. This is 78. And um, I got there. I walked in and, uh, uh, you know, the studio's all dark. We had these lights. It looked like a stage set up, our equipment, and, you know, just an area, area to sit in. I came in and Jimmy was there and I told my, I, you know, greeted him and everything and told him I had this idea and um, come on, check it out. So he got on the drums and I, I just started playing the straight basic chords and his beats, actually any drummer, if it's a, a solid backbeat drummer with a lot of kick and a lot of snare, really relying on the beat, I can come up with some kind of, um, some kind of raw guitar thing. You know, I can, I can play off the drums really well. I can, I, I still can do that. And so anyway, this was kind of in his uh, in his wheelhouse. So I started doing the, the straight chords and uh, he automatically started coming up with like a, a verse, like ba da 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 da, you know, whatever it was. Um, it wasn't the final thing, but it was the beginning and that kind of stuck. He had it on the opposite side of the groove, I think he had it on. He sings it on the other side of it now, or he, he, sang, he sang it in the, right, in the yeah. studio. Um, so, um, yeah, anyway, it clicked right away with him. So he became the guy that was going to write it and sing it really. I mean, finish the lyrics. I came up with the music, he came up with the lyrics. And, uh, and you're saying like the hook. Well, that's kind of like my forte. I, um, I'll take a chord progression a la the Kinks, George Harrison, or um, even go back to Buddy Holly and the Hollies, even the Hollies, the English group you try to write the hook around what's happening in the verse or the chorus. And I've got all these reservoirs of musicians that I grew up hearing. Uh, for instance, the Hollies, the beginning of, uh, 
you know, hey, carry in and all that. And um, uh, I can name a million of them, but uh, guitar hooks that Im imitate the, the verse or the chorus. And it's kind of my forte. I, it, I'm imitating Pete Townsend. I'm imitating uh, Jimmy Page early in the Yardbirds. I'm imitating the Kinks, you know, da 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 da. That's my forte. You know, that kind <laughs> I of love thing. it. You really got me. And no, um, I still do that. So. I was going to ask you, like, there's you mentioned the Kinks and and all those great influences, and that's that's what my parents grew up on. That's why they're such a fan of Motown and and David Bowie going into like you know the punk scene and everything. So, mm -hmm. I mean, where do you think rock is now, and how do you listen to any artists that are out now? And what, what what's your take on new rock? Um, I think there's a lot of really creative people. There's not anything that's quite as animalistic as. Detroit higher energy rock and roll like mm -hmm. MC5 and Iggy, no one's really doing that. It's it's jumped and jumped over a little bit to a heavier metal or a, or a speed metal or a, a raw punk version. Uh, uh, really, uh, it's it's kind of jumped over it. So that leaves it wide open for me. I mean, I'm glad it's wide open for me. I still it's still got to be the song, um, and paying attention to melodies and choruses and beat and the groove. I think uh, a lot of time people miss simple melodies, melodies. A lot of singers are over. I think singers are too good now sometimes and they're singing too, too much instead of, in my opinion, that's just my opinion. And you get away from the melody. Um, there's a lot of scatting in, in a lot of the young girl singers and a lot of, a lot of guy singers. Now, a lot of the real uh, winding around the melody, the real root note, root notes. And we always stayed to like the simple, Play the note, play the play the play the chords and the notes that fit in the chords, and you just round it off that way. There's not so much uh, uh, we call it jamming or scatting or uh, uh, pick up notes outside the melody. Um, so that's it's not bad, a bad thing. It's just a little different. I mean, uh, you know, I'm I, I growing up with all that that stuff that happened. I, it's still in me. I grew up in Motown when I was 11 years old. I, came, I moved into Detroit. I was born in Buffalo, Buffalo, New York. I moved to Detroit when I was about eight, nine or ten, nine or ten, and uh, my mom's sister lived there. And um, <clears throat> we had lived in Florida for about four years. Uh, my brother passed away. We moved to Detroit, uh, and immediately, immediately, it felt like a bigger town with a with this music. It's everywhere this soul music this uh r&b this uh noise this really good noise and uh people work their butts off in the factories and then they play music uh a lot of entertainers uh working in the factories at night uh auto factories going 24 hours making cars 24 hours back then and you could hear in my neighborhood you could hear the stamping plants you know three miles away and that whole thing seeps into your like your energy your attitude the way you play your instrument you, you you want the noise, you want the dirt, you want the grungy uh, raw chords and uh, the attitude. So, um, yeah, I don't hear that much. I mean, I, I um, you know, I listen a lot of blues, a lot of blues. I'm back in Muddy Waters and B.B. King and all that stuff. But I go back and listen to the Kinks a lot. Um, you know, you know, that's where I'm at pretty much. And uh, I like... Uh, 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 what's the name out of uh, white Jack White's good. There's oh, a few yeah, young, 
if yep. you you know he got he's got good stuff and uh it's that's not totally new um but uh i'm listening i'm listening to everything off, off and on so but I, usually i'll pick up guitar and i'm writing in my own vein not really pulling from anybody now sure so, yeah, we've we've played yeah. the um we've played the new song uh so soul so soul alone yeah which is well, terrific and it seems like you again timeless you know where to pick up you work right with today's music is a terrific song. Uh, is it Thank easier? You. Is it easier to be a solo act, kind of write the things the way you like, and not have to answer to a band? Yeah, now it is. Yeah. Now it is. <laughs> yeah. Before I just kind of like I would go. Here's what I have. Here's what I have, and um, a lot of the earlier stuff is like a lot of my stuff. But I mean, as we went along, we were all contributing. Uh, but <clears throat> I mean, two or three of us were contributing. Maybe uh, I'd come in with titles and choruses and verses and someone else would throw something in but um uh yeah what was i gonna say um that song uh so so alone really <clears throat> comes from uh when i learned i learned green onions was one of the first songs by uh booker t and the mgs that's the memphis group out of uh out of uh memphis uh it's uh it's the other group in um oh shoot i can't think of the name of it it's where Aretha's recorded. Aretha recorded, or Otis Redding recorded. It's Fame, Fame, I think, Fame Studios. Okay. And um, I was going for that drier kind of uh, Steve Cropper guitar sound. I was going for that little bit of soul thing. And then I was singing in terms like a little bit of Lou Reed or or um, something like that for the vocal. Something for kind of sparse, uh, kind of uh, central, kind of really raw, in your, and really like whispering in your ear in a way kind of thing. Yeah. But I'm it's on the phone in a way. It's very so, cool because after yeah, we played thanks. it, after we played it, like Jules said, it's in a couple different directions, which is cool. It doesn't sound like anything. It sounds like it's definitely its own number, and it's got different pieces and different mixtures. So right. it's a tremendous piece. But familiar at the same time. Yeah, right, exactly. But also very familiar, yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure. Well, that's because it has the roots connection to the soul music. So Supposedly it's Stax Records. Is that correct? What's that? Yeah, Stacks. Stacks Records. All right. That's my dad. Jules <laughs> family chiming and, in, helping us yeah. with Stacks Records. And the Atlantic, and the Atlantic group that played, uh, um, God, I can't think of their names right now. Uh, it's, it's Steve it's Steve Proper, the drummer, I can't think of his name, but uh, and the bass player that always smoked the pipe. If you watch the Blues Brothers, they're in the, in the Blues, Blues Brothers movie. Oh, okay. So it's those guys. Very cool. So is so soul alone that is a tongue twister um <laughs> is the meaning like connected to the quarantine and lockdown is that what you're oh, aiming no, for I, I wrote it before but it just worked out that way i had to be okay. I had that before yeah um i thought that same thing like you were thinking i think well that'll fit in there but i'm not intentionally you know i'm not intentionally uh, using it it yeah. just worked out that way ahead of your time yeah yeah <laughs> so. Well, it meant a lot to be putting out music in the last year. Um, I'm always writing. I was always writing for the Romantics, and uh, and, and then I I had this um, bag full of songs that I recorded in my little studio down the road from here, and uh, they were all backtracks. And then I I just kept going with it and uh, finished them up. And one of them was '67 Riot. Um, well, all of them '67 Riot from that Dark Side of Your Love. Uh, Carrie got married on uh, not my business. All those those six songs I released last year um, are the songs that I came up with uh, two, two and three and four years ago, working on them and finishing them up. 
And uh, geez, at the right time, I, I just I handed him off to Chuck Caucasian. He's a uh, he's over at Pearl Sound in in, in, in Canton Township, Michigan, right outside of Detroit, right next door to sure. Detroit. He took them and he took them to the next level. I mean, I had them mixed, but he took them to like beyond what I thought they could be. And so we started releasing them. And I'm just, uh, it was a pleasure to put them out there and really have them for some people to listen to in the times that we're going through, you know, to have new music that I, that uh, I finished on my own uh, with Brad, the drummer and a few other players, you know, in Detroit, I'll be using more players in Detroit and Portland. I'm in Portland, Oregon right now. But um, I'll be using other rockers, you know, other other people that um, I've grown up with. Um, so that's my group. That's my group on the side. Uh, it's not really on the side. It's where I'm living there, and I'm living in the Romantics, and I'm living in another group I have here. I rehearsed last night with another group of guys. So it's always something going on. I'm just it's it's the hard part is figuring out now how am I going to bring it, put this out to this side, and this fits this thing, and not confuse everybody. So yeah, but. Long as I, I keep true to the song and the energy and the attitude, um, it shouldn't be a problem. Uh, but it's all new stuff to me. It's new ground. I'm 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 traveling a new road with my own career, uh, getting myself my own brand going. I don't really like to say my own brand, just promoting myself. Uh, it is a brand, but uh, like you said, I mean, it just takes really uh, zoning in on the songs, recording them well, and putting them out there. And we're looking for we'll be looking for distribution down the road, but right now we're just releasing stuff. So, yeah. And know, congratulations okay. on the success. I mean, it's doing well here. It's doing well in Europe. Um, is that is that where? I mean, that's kind of the the system now. Like people are releasing singles, and then the album comes out later. Was that was that a conscious decision, or did you have to like? Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right, Joel. Um, you could put out a record now and it just goes right by everybody because yeah. there's so much on it. Yeah. Um, and it's not really getting a push on the radio. There's no radio to really to take a hold of it and, and uh, hug it and take it and carry it through. So now it's like when I was growing up in the 60s, a kid in the 60s turning on my AM radio and hearing um, 45s, you know, every, every, shoot every two or three three or four months they're putting out new records maybe a little longer than that but um so it's kind of like that you put out 45 let it put out a, a single song let everybody get, get ahead of it and take it and <clears throat> release another one a few months later and bring them in to what you're doing uh and um i'll be releasing the album uh, i think september we're talking now it was going to be july but we're trying to finish everything up properly and um of a single, a new single, uh, 41st anniversary single, which I'm not going to tell you the title yet, but mm, it's right. a special <laughs> release. My birthday is July 16th, so I was going to release it on July 16th. We couldn't finish the production on it, so it's coming out uh, very soon in the next, uh, I think, October something. What does that then write you back when it hits August and something. talk about August it? Something. August something. August something. I said, we'll bring it back again when it, when it drops. We'll talk well, about I'm, it some more. <laughs> my pleasure. I love that. So I, I ask a lot of musicians this. I always want to know. If you weren't doing music, what in the world do you think you'd be doing? Can you imagine not well, doing music? <clears throat> um, yeah, that's a hard one to imagine because it started, I remember wanting to play piano, and then I started singing and uh, singing in school. Um 
uh, one of those things and uh, uh, way a long time ago in, in my grand <laughs> uh, my grandmother was would take us over to the Baptist church when we were five years old which is really a good thing when you look back on it now sure. just a couple of times and my parents didn't like don't be doing that let, let him come up on his own the way he's going to come up and uh but anyway yeah uh uh what was i getting at um i got a train of thought can't Austin imagine thing. not can't imagine not yeah oh so the music goes back that far to five years old singing like hearing the elvis and uh buddy holly and those songs my brothers had those records i'm a little kid the little tot and then i'm singing those songs with them uh you know uh Heart, uh, jailhouse rock, and that when I was a kid, yeah. I used to play. I remember stealing their records. We were like, <laughs> my brother was two years younger than me. I'm, I'm five or something, and we're seriously five or six years old, and we're taking the records out of their room and playing them on their little thing, and then getting yelled at after for messing with their records. <laughs> We've but, all been there. I did it in the seventies. Yeah, like so, my brothers were Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin. I used to yeah. steal them and bring them in. Ah, that's how you learn. You learn yeah, from your, exactly. your brothers. They all got good taste. Yep, and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so that's uh, that's the way it starts. And that's it's just awesome. yeah. And you had some uh, tour dates before everything started with with the Romantics. Um, they were postponed, yeah. obviously. Is that uh, coming back anytime soon? Now that things are opening back yeah. up, um, we have uh, we had some stuff that was supposed to happen this month, this weekend, but that kind of fell through. Uh, but we're going to be at the Greek Theater in LA. Uh, what is it uh september 3rd and a couple other shows uh on the coast in uh san diego and up near uh san francisco but uh yeah some stuff's coming in and we'll finish up the year with uh with a few shows and then i'm i'm doing some things i'm doing a i did a a, a, a bird it was a uh it wasn't a birthday he passed it was born or it was either he was born johnny thunders had it they had a thing in new york at uh the Bowery Ballroom, and they asked me to. Well, I called them up and said I'd like to do something. I was a big fan of uh, Walter Lure, so they did a thing for Walter Lure, who was a guitar player in Johnny Thunder's band. The uh, the uh, God, what am, I just I just lost the name. Uh, Heartbreakers, Johnny Thunder's in the Heartbreakers before Tom Petty, and then they became uh, what was it after that? It was it was just Johnny Thunder's after that? But uh, uh, Walter Lure was a guitar player. I came up with, the, I told him I liked Walter, Walter Lure. I used to talk to those guys when I was in New York, Johnny and, and uh, Walter. And I, I, I texted him and told him I'd like to take part in it. And lo and behold, they called me, they texted me back and said, yeah, we'd like you to do something. And so I sent it in, it went over really well. We just did two or three songs right here in the studio and uh, uh, we zoomed it. And uh, now Johnny Thunder's birthday is coming up and uh, I've, I've got a video I'll send in uh, a Zoom thing uh, this week, I think, or next week. So it's, uh, it's it'll be on Zoom for some Johnny Thunder's birthday. Uh, so he was in the New York Dolls, for people that don't know. Oh, sure. And, yeah. yeah, East Coast, you guys know it. And um, that's about it. Uh, and, and other stuff coming up, I have a birthday. John Sinclair, who uh, was the guy in Detroit who managed the MC5, he's had, he has a birthday coming up. I might be doing something on that thing. That's in on that show. That show, uh, that's in October, I think. So there's far things coming up. It's really we're just getting our wheels rolling, and I'm concentrating on finishing the record, it's, and then we'll see about shows, more shows coming up. It's gonna be great having you. Yeah. Having, you know, music well, back. You. And, you know, we definitely appreciate the musicians 
being patient and then now getting ready to break loose. And you mentioned some great names, New York Dolls and MC5s, yep. just some classic names. That's got to be exciting for you as well. Um, you got to get back to the coast. We need to hear in PA, you know, yeah. Jersey, whatever it is, we will drive out to see. We're big fans. They like said, I've always been a Romantics fan. I'm a fan of your new stuff. I absolutely love it. Uh, so what's the, you know, what's down the line? More songwriting? You're going to let that album drop? Yeah, well, well, the album is in, uh, it's been pushed to, uh, I guess, October. The singles, the yeah. singles, going to be surprised in August. Um, and then we're talking about uh, getting out there and uh, maybe doing TV and uh, shows at the same time. So Love it. Um, it's about um, having everything prepared properly to get that stuff. So uh, especially TV. So we want to do this right and, uh, you know, get on the shows and uh, do some live stuff and open some maybe open for some other people. And uh, then it will also be the romantic stuff. So you got to come see us then for that. And um, so, yeah, we'll be out and about. Hopefully in the fall and uh, beginning of the year as well. It's amazing. Very exciting. Very exciting. I love I love the well planned out stuff. You said you know make it perfect and then get it out, not just try to throw it together, which is amazing. Uh, For people that want to get to know more and follow more, check out Instagram and Twitter at Mike J Skill, Facebook at Mike Skill. Yeah. Of course, you can find Mike Skill and the Romantics music on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, iHeartRadio. That's iHeartRadio. And of course, Mike, we would love to invite you back. Come back on the show in a few months. I I would definitely do it. Thank you very much. We had an absolute pleasure. The half hour goes so fast. When we get great guests on, the half hour goes so fast and it just it blows by. It's but, my, uh, my pleasure, you guys. Uh, Jewel and Jeff, thanks for thanks for asking me. Th- thanks a lot. And, uh, thank you so much. Come see us. Come see me and uh, come see us play. And uh, and I'll, I'll keep track of you guys and uh, keep track of me over here. Sounds Just great. So. We would awesome. appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, legendary rocker from the Romantics and also his solo pieces, Mike Skill. Mike, thanks very much for joining That's us. Right. Have a great evening and we'll talk real soon. Thanks, Jewel and Jeff. Thank you at uh, the Yo Show. Thank you very much. Thank you. Our pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. Night. Jewel, absolutely terrific. Like I said, I am such a fan of just music. And like I said, for me, to get a band like The Romantics and Mike, of course, and the songs I grew up with, like I said, with the videos, that like brings back so many great things but i mean he's still in the thick of it he's still super cool still a great artist still making great songs uh these years later and it's terrific to have the platform and have such a tremendous artist come on our show it's amazing yeah and it was it was my parents music and then now it's my music and and now my kids running around singing it you know it's just (laughs) it's generational and that's i mean i i think the best music was made in the seventies. Like that's what I always listen to anyway. So I, I, I just, I, I appreciate it. What an honor. Thank you so much to Beatrice Kimmel from impact. And thank you. This was, this was great. Seventies, <laughs> eighties yeah, music. It always takes me back to the better times and, and great times. Not that it's not great now. Like Mike said, there's, there's terrific artists out there right now, but as far as like rock bands, etc., it's the Greta Von Fleets and the dirty honeys, you know, that are making rock music. But not many are doing it like so many did it back then. Well, they, yeah, they go back to the elements that worked, like real music production and and uh, that sound that you're looking for, that real raw sound, that that live experience is what. If you can go to a show and it sounds the same as it's on a record, I think that's a big deal. Um, and and you know, I, I check out people before I go see them. I'm like, I'm like, man, I, and and it it 
it matters. I'm like, oh, they don't sound anything like like they do on the record. And that's just from listening to all that music growing up with that great production. So much appreciate it. Not a problem. I took Mike out of the studio. He had his, he had his sport coat on. Look at he had shorts on. <laughs> so I guess he was comfortable. <laughs> that was oh, great. That really. You saw it. I didn't see it. <laughs> that's, well, you know, you keep him backstage and kind of see what they got going on back there. So I let him off the hook. But uh, he was terrific. And like I said, just I love stories of classic rock. And like I said, he's talking about these names. They said the MC5 and the New York Dolls and just you know, you know Johnny Thunder and, and stuff like that. And you're like, man, it's so cool that even back then they all had this unity where he said, look, they were having a, a tribute thing. You call up someone to be part of it. Yeah, come on out and play. That's super cool. Um, let's take a look. And we got our man Earl Rains in the house. He said, it's so cool listening to Mike. My old band used to do a mashup, starting with what I like about you, going to ROCK in the USA. Great number by John. Well, that's Kent. a good transition. Yeah, that is a good one. Then back to what I like about you. And I'll tell you what, what I like about you is just, you know, it's one of those songs, man. And again, I, I hate to keep driving the point over and over but i get giddy like i know this song i love this song it's legendary and then the man himself the creator it sits here on our show terrific i know and you, you like everyone's everyone's heard of that song and it's been covered how many times like yeah i i wonder like they don't they don't even know what they have when they write it it's just the genius comes out and then then it's there and and they're continuing to pump out music which is phenomenal for us <laughs> yeah it's the beauty of it too and I, I bring back that story again with brian johnson and he was on howard stern and you know he talked about how he got the job with acdc they bring him in they said all right you know give us some music and he's jotting this song down and he said he was always a car guy so here comes the car thing she was a fast machine she got the motor clean blah 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 and he said angus young's like are you writing about cars you're writing about music he's like it's about girls man and now girls are like cars he's like i think it's a smash hit he said the band's looking at me like this guy's nuts he said but i thought it was a smash and that's why i had to ask him and he like said i didn't know you really don't know i i mean i i guess it takes going out there and playing it live too to see like that reaction that you want to get but sure man that was awesome and he talked Um, about the he talked about the energy and you see that energy like in her videos, all like they're young guys, and they got that hard strumming, and they're like moving their heads. They got the pompadour hairdos, and it's just yeah, awesome, man. The choose, good evening, coming and say hello. Been really busy. I wish I could stay. Have a good week, dude. Just oh, not choose. Pie is awesome. We love you, awesome. man. Thanks for coming by. <laughs> uh, Howard Stern hung up on me during an early morning Tally date segment. That's good stuff. That's good. We don't hang. We up would never anymore. hang up on you, Earl. <laughs> we love you, Earl. You always got a spot here. Drew, you're and, about to uh, bring up a new point before I cut you off. My oh head. no! I said my. I know my dad was answering all the trivia. He said that Duck Dunn was the one smoking the pipe. And right, then I kinda, Blues I, Brothers. I kind of like missed it, but that was great though. Duck Dunn and, and smoked the pipe. He got Stax Records, and Mike was impressed with that. That's very cool. Yeah. And you know that that that's awesome. I so I wanted to ask him. I'm like, what? Well, you know, because he's been a fan since since way back, you know what I mean? I was like, what what would you ask? But um, you know, we do our research, we do the best we can. And um I, I just wanted to hear him talk and his stories and that was just awesome. We didn't get into like half of what, oh, no, <laughs> what we wanted to, but And as hey. I said, you know, when like you had said before the show, we we do a base and today Jules said, I'm gonna handle the questions, which is great. We take turns, we hand so I'm gonna handle the questions. 
And um, we get a bunch. And then pre-show, she's like, do you have more questions in case you run out? I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just start to kind of ramble about music. And I get the feeling we're going to stack it just nice. Yeah. I think we did three of your questions. Yeah, <laughs> no, just... that's fine. That's fine. I go <laughs> like this. And I'm like, I don't even know. <laughs> because our that's guest, fine. like a guest like Mike, a guy legendary, yeah. has so much to talk about. Like I said, it's, and it's almost one of those things. And you can imagine if we eventually land this studio idea that we're looking for. And imagine getting a guy like that to sit in and say, you know what? There's no time limit. Mike, sit, talk music. You got an hour, two hours. Bring your friends, play for us, give us some old time jam sessions, stories, right? I mean, wow, that oh, so much to look forward to. Mike Skill, and again, Instagram and Twitter at Mike J Skill, Facebook at Mike Skill, and of course, the music of Mike Skill, the brand new number "So Soul Alone" is terrific. Him and the Romantics, Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, like I said, iHeartRadio. Just about any jukebox in any bar in the entire United States. Romantics, what I like about you, do it for yourself. Do it for your children. Do it for your country. Yeah. And you know what? I just had an epiphany. Like, what if that was our our behind the scenes? Behind the scenes after the show, that'll be our Patreon. (laughs) Like the jam sessions and the conversations. And uh, yeah, they get the interview up front and then uh, (laughs) all the exclusive content. That's what's kind of the drive. The kind of the drive is like what we're after, if we can pull it off, would be the interview. Let's talk a little something about what you got going on. Let's talk about the songs you're going to play. And then they go out and they jam. And while they're jamming, me and Joel Google them and drool over their great music and just yep. get stoked. <laughs> and, and maybe afterwards you give them a Carson. We wade back into the, into the booth. Exciting. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right, right. We'll see how it works out. A lot of it's been it's been so long. I, I just forget. <laughs> telling you, I um, I think I mentioned it last week, but I mentioned it again. Uh, like I said, Wednesday nights we're going to start doing the best of the Yo Show. We're going to look through some past memories. And uh, last week I posted the video with Emily Cipriano from the Pennsylvania Pole Academy. And Jewel, looking back at sitting there with your guest. Side by side. I'm here. Emily's here. And we're looking at each other side by side, like asking questions and answering. And uh, our producer at the time, Mo, egging me on to get a little more tough with her. And she's like owning me. And it was just great. But it's it's super cool. As cool as this is. This is great. I love this. I love having you right here and having the guests down there. And, and that's awesome. But man, sitting right next to, like I said, sitting next to Mike Nappy and I'm watching him play. Like that's what it's all about, man. Play go crazy <laughs> oh he is incredible like it i love it i love our guest we're, we're very very fortunate we are fortunate we have some excellent talent that comes through and yeah it's just so it's such a relief to hear artists saying they're coming back and they have tour dates and bruce open broadway and and like things are back and they will be back to normal festivals and concerts it's exciting Crystal Rose had a song on MMR back in the 80s, and some of the, the set lists were like about you was played on, even though we were small time to be like that. So that is very cool. Being on the radio has got to be super cool. Any kind of recognition like that has got to be cool. Um, awesome. Joel, you uh, have something very exciting coming up. You're heading out to California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think next week, if I remember correctly, you're going to be doing the show from California. I am. Yep. Man, where will I be? 
I honestly, I, I, well, I don't know because I'm going, I'm going to Newport Beach and then I'm going to LA, but I think I'm going to LA Tuesday. So. It would be actually. I don't know. We might have some surprise guests come through. So you better make time for me. I, I I can't, you know me and I'm just getting choked up thinking about it, but um, yeah, some surprises. It's like birthday for Jeff number two. <laughs> I like the sound. I mean, if we have to, because it'll be five o'clock out on the coast and you're on vacation. So if I got to start the show at seven and run this thing till midnight. Oh, five. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'll yes, start at five. Forget. Yeah, five o'clock. Pacific time. Yep. Yeah. So don't That's forget. Me. So like I said, if we got to run long and late, and we also have a great guest, a, a comedian yes. out of California, Cocky Rocky, and uh, maybe I'll try to get Rocky to find you somehow. <laughs> is she is she in L.A.? Uh, yeah, I believe she's in L.A. Dude, uh, I'll meet up with her. It's fine. She seems pretty cool. It's going to be very yeah. awesome. That's next week. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Jewel goes to California. Jeff goes down the shore. I'll be down the shore after the show, though. But I'll be down the, the Jersey Shore. Oh, okay. So we got same a little vacation. We time. go on vacation, and we still bring you entertainment. That's what it's all about. We, because this is like our vacation. So why wouldn't we want to be here? Exactly. This is a every, once a week we get on this terrific vacation known as the O Show. Um, a picture of you and baby girl priceless. She's so cool. Can't wait to see Aww. Laura Cheeto. Laura Cheeto is coming on in September. Yes. She's going to be awesome. Earl, she has already discussed about playing at the brewery and everything. She is a wonderful young lady. We're thrilled. Um, we're very thrilled to have her on. And Joel, yeah, it was great. Joel, very patriotic. Her and the little one. What just, is, I honestly, I don't get what's up with this. I, I think he's like the most legs. I don't, like, thank you. I appreciate it. But I don't know. It's like, weird when, uh, I'm kind of upset. Thanks, that Earl, I'm upset that Earl didn't talk about my, <laughs> I'm upset that Earl didn't talk about my picture in the swimming pool yesterday. Because I pushed Yeah, my what arm, about Jeff's legs? I put my arms up just right so it looked like I had like big guns. My wife's like, I look strong in that picture. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no. I know. You're so strong, Nicholas. Yeah, you look so strong. <laughs> yeah, um, like you actually got my brother to smile in a picture. It's like his first smile in 15 years. Oh, yeah? And yeah, you know well, why he smiled? Because he photobombed us as being a smart ace. You know, I smiled because I knew I was photobombing. You know, I, I can never get my family in pictures, and it drives me nuts because it looks like I'm alone all the time. I'm really around my family. <laughs> they just don't let me post any of my pictures, so thanks, fam. But, um, yeah, I did like the MTV shirt. I was I was all about it. Next is going to be a patriotic Yosho shirt. I like it. The MTV shirt was cool. And it's funny you wore that because, I guess, a week or two ago when I was out, and, again, my buddy Christian's like, dude, rock an MTV shirt on your show. I'm like, MTV? He's like, yeah, dude, that's retro. That's cool. And, I love it. And, of course, today he's like, so Joel got an MTV shirt. Where's yours? I'm like, I know. Is he my friend? I don't know if he friended me. Yeah, he saw my picture of it. <laughs> ah. I, I thumb through and I, and I look. And oh. oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, we, we talk <laughs> about the bombs. We talk about the show. We He talks about the show a lot. He's, he's a fan. Cool, 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 cool. And he's got a lot of good input. He's a fan of you. And he, um, you know, we, we try to find your pops. A lot of good stuff. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think MTV was just important for all of us. Like, it, you know. Oh, you're not, oh. You're not flirting, Earl. <laughs> hurt, dude. I'm telling you. I was looking good yesterday, Earl. <laughs> I'd flirt with me. So, Jeff. All right, Buffalo Bill. Hey, Nook. 
<laughs> All right, let's do um, let's argue. Um, it's quick this week because it was so darn easy. And look, ah, yes. this one's so easy. So, um, only four things to play with this week. One has to go, and it's Starbucks coffee, Amazon, Target, Chick fil A. I think it was a um, lot easier than it should have been. This is BS because most Targets have a Starbucks in them. You know, I thought of that, but you could still take the Starbucks out of the Target. But I won't. <laughs> but, but she won't. Let's take a look at this Let's Argue one. And um, I had a few people say, I can't do it. Well, you got to do it. All right, got to get our intern. So here it is again for the folks at home. One has to go Starbucks, Amazon, Target, Chick-fil-A. We'll start off with the least desired departure. And of course, of course it's Amazon. That's easy though. Like who? Oh, put it back up real quick. Please. Good evening, Connell. Hope Basana. Good evening. Thank you for joining us. Which one do you get? Stephanie said replace the Starbucks with a Shake Shack in Target because I would like that. Oh, that's a good idea. Joey's got her Yo Show t-shirt on, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) She is a gigantic fan. She has the shirt. I will re- uh, Do we need the picture again? Yeah. What one would you get rid of? Let me get the banner out of the way, too, so we can read that. It's Starbucks. Amazon. Amazon. (laughs) Amazon. Amazon. You know what it is? The you know how much stuff of yours comes from Amazon? I was going to say, when they can't I I still love Starbucks (laughs) and Chick-fil-A and Target. You do love Chick-fil-A. I get it. Oh, wait. I could just get rid of the Starbucks because Target has Starbucks. Thank you. That's what I said. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm cheating Starbucks. (laughs) That's slightly cheating. (laughs) She's smart. I like Stephanie's idea with, with the Shake Shack. Inside, sorry, yep. Rockstar in the house, absolutely. Uh, Stephanie yelled at me because I uh, continue to fail to deliver the Funko Pop, what? even though I traveled to her work to drop off and deliver Loso beer, and I still have her Funko Pop. Oh, god, just... what one do you get rid of? Amazon, Starbucks, Chick fil A, or Target? Sorry. I'll show you the picture again, so you can Starbucks, yeah. I'm surprised, ah, I love it. Wow, I'd say Starbucks. Starbucks. You can get coffee anywhere, but all those other things are like very specific. You can't get coffee at Chick Fil A. No, I'm. I'm not saying. I'm saying you can get coffee at like Dunkin', but I can't get Chick Fil A at McDonald's. We should get Chick Fil A. Get her. (laughs) Chick Fil A is no good. Whatever, dude. They're chicken bangs. Yeah, you have a blessed day, right? Their macaroni and cheese is fantastic. Oh my god, their mac and cheese <laughs> is so good. Oh yeah. You know what? It's gonna turn into the Yo Show with Jeff and Duck. And Jewel's gonna become Probably. the intern. <laughs> yep. No, it's not. Joey do great work, and I like the fact we disagree so often. We just have to happen to have an intern with great taste. So I can take it. I told her I'm like, can't support it. I can't I can't support them. Or Hobby Lobby. I just found that one out. Insane. With Hobby Lobby, do we want to talk about it? An insane amount of money, and they they give it all towards the anti LGBTQ community and like anti equality acts. 
That's what they do. I love that. You know, so Chick-fil-A is the biggest food chain, fast food chain ever. And they give so much money to these hateful groups. I hate it. What? Yeah. What is going on? I know. And I was like, oh, Hobby Lobby. And then people are like, don't shop at Hobby Lobby. And I had to do my research. Now I know better. Great. Way to ruin it, Hobby Lobby. I know. They're expensive. I spent like 20 bucks on fake flowers. I got that Seinfeld. <laughs> I got that Seinfeld sign from there. Anyway, let's get back to the list as if we want to. <laughs> Amazon, of course, was first. Or at least. Target next. Six people. Target. I love Target. I'm in Target several times a day, as you'll you see. You can find your ways around Target, but I love Target, too. Yeah. Walmart is just not the same. We go go to Walmart. No. I skeeve out when I go to Walmart. I if I go to Walmart, it's like in and out. Like I know yeah, what I'm getting. I just gotta be like as quick as possible, or I'll lose my mind. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I'm not a really a Walmart fan. I'm a Target guy. Yeah. And uh, me and my wife play a cute little game called Go into Target and Spend Under a Hundred. That's a tough. Seriously, game. that's that, that is, is a feat. Yep, I agree with you. Earl, you're gonna come down when Lauren comes. Uh, plays the brewery, you're going to be there having beer. Uh, so next up was Chick-fil-A. Wait, this is what people got rid of the least? Yeah. Amazon was two, Target was six, Chick-fil-A was nine. And us geniuses, 49 now 50 if you add duck, got rid of Starbucks. Adios. The whole world's like, see Starbucks? I agree they're coffee. Their coffee's gross. It's not gross. Well, it's the only thing that pops me up. Duncan is, is horrible. What? I, I like their cold brew, but Starbucks has the best straight up coffee. Mm. I don't like. like I don't drink fancy drinks from Starbucks. I drink the regular iced coffee or the regular hot coffee and the spinach feta wrap. And I I could eat a lunch at Starbucks too. So there goes the. Chick-fil-A. I tell you what, and a very unpopular opinion that gets me yelled at a lot. I don't like Wawa's coffee. I don't like Starbucks coffee. I like Dunkin'. I prefer 7-Eleven overall. <laughs> I would take 7-Eleven over Wawa. I'm sorry. I yes. don't like Wawa coffee. No. I only liked it when they had that cinnamon coffee, that cinnamon flavor, and then they got rid of it and added, like, blueberry. Well, yeah, thanks. Blueberry. Blueberry's not belonging coffee. That's my muffin or my donut. I will tell you what, those. Wawa coffee saved my life when I worked on the radio station, 94.1, because I used to have to get up at like 3 a.m. And I would go to Wawa and I would get the um, uh, the, ca- the caffeine express, the, the mocha extra yeah. caffeine. Did and then I would get, crash so hard. But did did you have to get, um, did you ever have to get Bonaducci's coffee? I did. They all yeah, like yeah. Starbucks and it was like, silly boom, bullshit. Really? Bonaduce drinks like fruity coffee. It's definitely like no oh, sugar, almost this. black, but yeah, like Jeff feels for like a five foot tall guy. He's pretty jacked. I can picture him being like he's jacked. Like he eats very yeah. well, but he drinks fruit fruit coffee. Yo, I will never. I just thought about this the other day. They had the best food stand outside. Like our our building was right next to Fox Twenty Nine, and they had uh like a food truck cart thing. Yeah. But same guy every morning, and he would make an egg sandwich on a long roll. Mm, that sounds Pop good. some cheese on that and all the fixings. That was dangerous, though, because you're eating a huge <laughs> egg sandwich on a long roll every day. That uh, 
It's a lot of calories. That's pretty good. Evan Horn in the house. My man, pots and flipping pants. Dude, we are going to bring you in close to football season. I think we're going to bring you and we're going to bring um, – great, I forgot her name. Excellent. Um, the young lady that did football with us, the playoffs. I forgot her name. It's her birthday today, too. How embarrassing is that? Anyway, <laughs> we're going to bring you guys back close to football season for some uh, predictions. Bucks win in six games easy. I don't know. I'm a Phoenix guy. I'm riding Phoenix. So, yeah, Starbucks was the runaway winner or loser, if you will. No big surprise there. Let's whip through some man cave scores because I've got tons of stuff. But it's all themed this week. It's pretty much the completion of, not the completion of, but the many additions to my Seinfeld Funko Pop collection. Jewel went on protest, took off her headset, and she's done with me. She cares not to listen to me anymore. So oh, yeah. I'll get it. <laughs> no, it just gets super hot in here with the headphones. It just. Whew. My man, Ryan Risley, is in the house watching tonight. And he says, oh, first of all, he says all coffee sucks, which breaks my heart. Second of all, I miss you, dude. You are my main man. My, Ryan Risley is, of course, the mayor of Levittown, Langhorn, and Fairless Hills. He's the man. Miss you, dude. And he did, you did say it. I, I can't believe you're not a coffee guy. And we still need to get out to the bar. Me, you, Witherspoon, Jewel. Let's do it. It really blows my mind how people can't can function off of coffee, not on coffee. You know what I mean. Man, Stephanie is so anti-show tonight. Killing me. Um, put a fan on Darling, I swear. A fan on Darling? Oh, because it's hot. It, there is... Yeah. Oh, put a fan fun. on. Darling. I can't put my AC on because you would all <laughs> hear it. <laughs> makes a lot of noise. It sounds like a out of work vibrator. <laughs> or a well working vibrator. I don't. <laughs> I like. I mean, it's Jules face reactions are just. You never even drank. You're shitting on coffee and never even drank it. That hurts. You're hurting my what? feelings. Never drank it. All the years that you worked in the automotive field and you never drank coffee. It's like hand in hand. Well, some people use soda, but I, I can't. I can't drink soda. I can't drink soda. There's in the morning, that's a cool. lot. Of, a lot of dudes would drink Mountain Dew like first thing in the morning. Yeah. No man. Ew. Sorry. <laughs> a Mountain Dew and a cigarette. It's healthy. No, no soda. God, dude, really? Me? What do you do? Remember you? Green tea, yoga, meditation. <laughs> But he drinks, um, what was that nasty drink you used to drink? Was it Manhattan's? Oh. Oh, yeah. Odd. Not good. Not good at all. Just drank a 32-ounce beer mug of coffee because I have no beer. How do you have no beer? That's a sin. Well, it was just a holiday, so. Nope. And, yuck, Manhattan's. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. But Ryan's like, Ryan's one of those warriors, man. He's a dude that you just don't want to throw down with. Good evening, Jen. Welcome to the program. Yeah, Ryan's a, a trooper when it comes to, to drinking. God bless you. Miss you, dude. Let me run through the Seinfeld Funko Pops real quick, Joel. So many of them. We finally scored a, a Kramer. Giddy up. And uh, Newman. 
Hello, Newman. Newman. Hello, Newman. And then we got um, Soup Nazi. Hello. Yevka Sam Soup Nazi. And then we got Jerry in his softball gear. Is that where they ran over Bette Midler? No, Bette Midler? You earlier like well, this. never in the show, though, right? What's that? She was never, like, in the show, though, right? Nah, she appeared in, like, two episodes. She did? One... Yeah. Do you know she lives in Newport? <laughs> really? How about that? I like who should find her, too. This well, one's Winifred super cool. This is a Walmart exclusive joy. It's the Soup Nazi, and it comes with a T-shirt that says, No Soup for You. How I'm not going to open this, I have no idea. Wow, I, I thought that was Freddie Mercury at first. <laughs> It does look like Freddie Mercury. Somebody do love. Like and then this awesome piece here with the cat button. It's called the Kramer, and it's Kramer Funko Pop in front of the painting of Kramer. Terrific piece. Only at Target. Wow. That's why you're in too much. Oh, and then I scored one of these. I got to build it. Which I'll probably <laughs> never do. Which I'll probably never do, but it's a, a Lego Batmobile TV series. Yeah, it comes with a little Joker. It comes with Batman. Oh, cool. And a Lego Batmobile. <laughs> I'll never build it. I'm too lazy. But that's my collection. There's I'm like out of room for Funko Pops. going to start growing. Yeah, what are you doing? You're going to have to, like, line the walls. Next week, you're going to see... I actually finished another set. You're going to see it on the show next week. I, I couldn't do it all this week. It's too many. Oh, boy. But I finished another television show series of Funko. <laughs> uh, my collection... No, there's a lot of Seinfelds I do not have. There's some Chase figures. There's, like, Kramer and, and like, his Calvin Klein pose with the underwear. And there's, like... Uh, there's a couple more chase ones, so there's still plenty to go. Jeremy Umstead in the house. Hello, Governa, Jewel, you're a gem, hubba, hubba. Man, oh. she's okay. I feel like that kind of thing. She's all. Oh, God. <laughs> it's our jewel, ladies and gentlemen. 928. This night is flying by, and so many great people are popping in, and, and just it's awesome having such a blast tonight. Mike Skills, terrific, of course. Looks like a Funko Pop museum in the making there. It, you know, it, it, it could be a grounds for divorce. It's a good thing I've got a very open minded wife. <laughs> could be a problem. I walk in from Target to all, I'm like, bags, 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 and she's like, oh my God. But the rule from the get go was the man cave is mine. Designed the way I want. She gets the rest of the house. Is that what? what? Because I was no. going to say, the basement is very you. I'm a gem. Love you. you know? <laughs> yeah, right. The basement is me. And when it came to a house, house shop, she said, what do you want out of a house? I said, a basement. Like a man cave. She's like, no, really. I'm like, I want a man cave with a bar that attaches. And she found this house. She's like, what do you think? I'm like, hi, there's the man cave. There's the bar. I don't care what you do with the rest of the house. It's yours. There you go. Both have your happy place. Ladies, find yourself a man who is that simple and wants so little out of life. All I want is a couple of hours a week of your attention on the air and several hours worth of Funko Pops 
giant TVs, a giant refrigerator full of beer, and my man Ryan Ridley. Complicated than that. It's fine. <laughs> not very complicated. Very easy, Joel Tatey. Um, You're very breed. <laughs> something very cool that I, I was going to mention to you, Joel Tatey. Um, I didn't make a fly. I should have made a banner for it, and I didn't. This Friday night, our good friend, Mr. Kevin Michael Kirk, a.k.a. the Kirko Band, returns to the Newtown <laughs> Athletic Club's outdoor stage to perform, and uh, Loso Beer will be there as well. Always great time at, at the Newtown outside at the uh, the Escape Club, as it's called. I, uh, What's I this Friday? That is a great time. Damn it. Tonight. Are they going to be there other times this summer? I'm not sure. I know they'll be there this Friday. Uh, not an ACDC fit. You know, dude, We it's been to, we got to catch up because all these things I'm learning about you tonight. Not an ACDC fan, doesn't like coffee, doesn't like soda. Do you like Jewel, at least? Jewel, all right? What are you, what are you doing? What? Just asking. I'm asking. Okay. <sighs> oh, boy. Yeah, but that is a great time <laughs> at the GNR. Now, you know I'm a GNR guy. Big time GNR guy. I got my GNR Funko Pops. Going to see Guns N' Roses July 31st, Jewel at Hershey Park Stadium. Opening act is Wolfgang Van Halen's Mammoth. Very excited. Extremely excited. Yeah, the act is Friday. But you're not going to be in town Friday, correct? No, but hopefully there'll be more shows this summer. You know, I was hoping that someone would play out in L.A., but I don't know. I don't know. How do I find out? It's a new town. I'm trying to, like, look. The Pussycat Dolls? Vita and the Wolf. Love to catch yeah, her. There you go. Phenomenal. One of your favorites. Let's get to some topics. Jewel loves topics. We got a bunch of them. Um, we did our happy birthdays. We did our salute to National Bikini Day. Here's a very awful and tragic story. Um, Columbus Blue Jackets goalie Matisse Kivlenix. I still can't get it right. Kivlenix. Uh, <laughs> Died at the age of 24. Apparent fireworks incident, Jewel. They claimed that uh, it was an impact to the chest and the trauma. There he is there. And the trauma caused him to to die. There was rumors that he fell out of a hot tub and cracked his head. Now that rumor is being debunked. Jewel rocks. Of course she does. You rock. Thank you. <laughs> Look out some venues pull up their calendar. That's a good idea, Stephanie. Come with me. <laughs> So, some shows. I've been a big person. I'm not anti-firework. I'm anti-amateur people getting their hands on men. I'll be responsible enough. And this here is pretty severe. Are you? I know you're familiar with the story. You shared it with me, and I've I've been reading into it. Uh, fireworks, the dangers. Which side are you on here? Um. So it was my first day at my new high school as a sophomore because I changed schools and I, I met this kid and, you know, I didn't know what happened to him, but he, he blew his hand off and he ended up with like one finger. So it was one finger Kurt and he like stretched and yawned and, and I see this. <laughs> it shocked me. I'm oh, sticking right up. No, I felt bad afterwards and became, you know, friendly, but. Uh, yeah, they're so dangerous, and 
I don't know. There's so many horror stories that you don't hear. Um, and this, like, I don't know. I got burned last year on a sprinkler, like a sprinkler, a sparkler. That hurt. <laughs> it's like really burned. Joey burned me. So they're, they're not nothing to play with. I, uh, I know they, they wouldn't sell them here for a long time in PA. And now they opened it up to everyone. So everyone went crazy last year. But this year, I don't know. I didn't see that many. Um, it, but, it's still it's still scary, especially because yeah. I know a lot of people. Ah, we're gonna get drunk and we're gonna sell fireworks. That's a great combination. My brother's in the house dropping in with a yo. That is just the greatest picture of him and his son. I got to see him yesterday as well. We had some potato chips. His new favorite word is zamboni, and uh, he loves his uncle Jeff. Great time. Great I can't believe him. how big he is. You have to bring him on the show one time. I would love to. He got his first haircut. It's just so cute. You know, I saw him as a little buzz guy. cut. That's got Adorable. great buzz cut. He was swimming jewel. They had a little, a little life jacket on him. And, you know, his sister and his, his cousin tried to carry him around. He's like, no, nah, don't want to do it on himself. And he was floating and kicking and walking around the pool having a blast. He's just, he's a great kid. So smart. And he was digging it, man. He was digging the swimming yesterday. God bless him. It, uh, it amazes me when... Babies can swim because I, I don't know. I was afraid of the pool for a long time. So I, uh, I kick myself in the butt sometimes because she, she wasn't in the pool that much as a baby, but it really helps them. Like they just naturally know how to swim. It's amazing. He picked up because, you know, right away, of course, the first instinct that you hear is open your mouth. Like when you go near the water and they were teaching him, you know, blow it out. And he kept going, he's actually <laughs> blowing it out. And he would take a little water in. Like he, Dunked his head under for a few seconds, came up with right out like he knows, and it's just really amazing. It's a great job. Not One of my cousins lost an eye in both hands working in a firework factory. Wow. And of course, um, NFL player Jason Pierre Paul, he's got, I think, three fingers on the one hand. He really? A couple of off a fire. Yeah. Oh Scary, God. man. Kind of what you're doing. It was, Earl. I had a great time watching him go yesterday. He like just didn't want to stop. He couldn't get him out of the pool. It was the you know, pool was cold, and he's like, a little shiver, but he's like, I'm not coming out. And he was locked in, man. Locked I know. Kids do room. not care. Joey, Joey will go in the ocean, and it's so cold. I'm like, no, because then I have to go. You can't just, like, <laughs> send them in. Um, but I, I'm nervous for this week, too, because I heard California, like, the ocean's really cold. That's what I hear, yeah. Mm. But guy. I'm not a great swimmer, so ocean for me is... I am so excited because Monday, it's like planned that we're going whale watching. And I've never seen a whale. And you can see blue whales and orcas around this time. So I'm so excited. And you're a person that gets into it. You love trying new things and different things. So I know there's going to be some awesome pictures and awesome things going on. I'm very excited for you for getting this trip. You deserve it. And I'm sure it's going to be awesome. I'm very excited for your trip. You're freezing and slowing down a little bit. Your internet's getting a little funky. Uh, and meanwhile, while you fix it, we'll go on to another topic. And, for sure. Um, I... oh, you're, yeah, you're like freezing. You got like, you got a rusting face sure. freeze. <laughs> sure. Oh, wait. Jules More. The skips. Uh, no, it's horrible. It's getting worse by the second. No. The biggest. Actually, 
Actually, it hurts the ears as it keeps chiming. Ding, sure. ding. All right, we'll give Jewel a few moments. So, Meanwhile, we'll jump, we'll jump to the next topic. Can you hear me, or you're just... There you go. She left, and she'll come back. That's always the way. Go out, come back in. Meanwhile, we're going to talk about uh, the upcoming Black Widow movie. And actor Stephen Dorff had a little something to say about that. He says he's embarrassed for the stars of the upcoming movie, including Charlotte Johansson. He said it looks like a bad video game. He said it's nothing more than bad graphics. What a terrible storyline. And he says he feels horrible for the cast. Now, of course, I got a picture. Because, as you know, Scarlett Johansson, who, you know, is pretty much in line to be my future ex-wife. I apologize, Britney Spears. Um, and I, you know, I plan on seeing it. I was actually going to go see it this week. But word is it, it's really a bad movie. I know. Earl, I agree. I want to see it. I love her. I love her as the character. And uh, I like me some Marvel. So I'm very excited for it. But, um... He, he he comes out and just, he really craps on it. Um, I say, he said it looks like a bad video game. He's embarrassed for the cast. And he said he would never be caught in, in a film like this. Not that he was invited to it. But, uh, I don't know. I, I haven't seen Marvel do a lot bad lately. So I find it hard to believe. Jewel, we're talking about the, um, the Stephen Dorff thing, how he kind of crapped all over the upcoming Black Widow. He says he's embarrassed for the cast and thinks it's going to be a terrible movie. He said it looks like a bad video game. Are you into Black Widow? I know you're more DC. Are you going to check out Black Widow? Are you excited to see it? Yeah, I'll watch it. I was trying to um, catch up on all the shows on Disney Plus because they have the Loki. I started. Oh, I want to see that. I've not seen it. Oh. I've seen like a lot of the first episode. It looks really good. Oh, and Wilson's in it. Like there's there's a lot of people in it. Um, but yeah, I heard WandaVision is good. Like. Marvel hardly gets it wrong, um, but yeah, I uh, I think the new Suicide Squad looks bad. It does, and I know you're a DC fan and you cling to DC, but man, their movies are really bad. I know it's so disappointing. Like, there's no Joker. There's just all these weird characters. So Jeremy's going there Saturday, go. regardless, and I'm probably gonna go. Yeah, I don't worry listen to reviews. I make my own, like you said, I make my own judgment and decisions. I feel you. Um, I'm Marvel DC also. I know you said don't get your started on Star Wars. I've kind of like grown out of Star Wars. I hope it's done. I don't even like the prequel ones they make, like these Han Solo movies and, and all that. It, you know, it's just... I have not seen WandaVision. It's just kind of poop. Okay. Stephanie, you can watch it and not listen to anything. But I love the looks of Loki. I think Tom Huddleston is just the absolute perfect actor for that part too i think he's oh, amazing yeah. as loki everything he does is great harley quinn is my my next ex-wife i love her margot robbie is now she's made for harley quinn too like some she doesn't want to do it anymore though some actors and actors just nail it uh boss baby uh i have not seen boss baby too i've not seen it oh superhero <laughs> movies suck anymore well, you know what there's so much there's so much graphics it's not even really about just being a picture anymore. It's all about the the high-tech graphics of it. And movies are very little like movies. I am so sick of watching Boss Baby because that's all my nephews watch. So now Joey's all into it. And I'm like, no, can we go back to like the normal cartoons? Because 
it's like I'm so boss babied out. But uh, uh, you know, did you had the jump? Yeah, the jump. the Stephen Dorff movie. Oh, there you are. The movie, and there you go again. It's called American Hero, where he's a superhero, but he's like, like a drunk. No, she is stuttering. We're trying. We have to bounce back out again on us. Um, I've never seen Boss right? Baby at all. I haven't. I haven't seen it. And she's out again. She'll be back in a few moments. Uh, internet connection. We haven't had this problem in a long time. A little surprised, but uh, she'll be back in a moment. We love her. And meanwhile, we'll do a story about um, Rush and their guitarist Alex Lifeson. And he came out recently and said, don't expect a Rush reunion. Now, he's working on new material, and he said he's excited to do some pieces with Getty Lee, also of Rush. But he said, you know, since the passing of Neil Peart, there's really no reason to bring Rush back. Their time has come. Everything they've done is complete. And I'm okay with that. Um, I think sometimes bands try to cling too long to the past and bring in new members and guys that you're not familiar with. I kind of like the original core. I like the original band members. Um, why did Jewel call me a drunk superhero? Well, you know, being superhero-ish is also got to do... You know. <laughs> Jewel's beauty is blocking her Wi-Fi. If that's the case, that girl ain't got no Wi-Fi. You know what I'm saying? She'll be back shortly. A little, it's unusual that she has this. We haven't had this in a while. We're actually, you know, our sound got better. Our technology got better. We're doing it. By this time, 10 years from now, we might be right on. Ready for network television. Ah, beer speak. So, that's the thing with Rush. We don't expect to see Rush ever again. And I'm okay with that. Like, see, you can't just bring in any drummer. And call it Rush, you know. Rush was badass. Agreed. Cass is not in the bar. Cassie's actually upstairs, or at least she was. She might have gone to bed by now. She was watching um, Animal Kingdom. That's her new show. She loves that show with uh, Ellen Barkin. Calls it like a cross between Shameless and Sons of Anarchy, which is kind of good. It's got a little Sons thing to it. I watched a little bit of it here and there. I, I'm not really glued to it more of a her thing. She gets glued to these shows and, and just locks into them. So she was watching that earlier, and sometimes she just runs out of gas and goes to bed. Jesus. <laughs> Dude, you're killing me. You know, I'm not a huge Rush fan, dude. I'm with you. I, You know, Getty's talented. I, I think they're all really talented musicians. I think as a whole, they're all great artists, but I was just never really a big fan. They're okay. I can listen to some of them. There's some songs come on and you're like, all right. But as a whole, I can live without it. Yeah, it is gangster. It's it's cool, though. It, it's a good show. I give it more of a chance. We'll see. She'll be done it probably within like a couple weeks. She binges. She goes through a season and a night, whatever. It's good stuff. The um, Texas Peeping Tom is a pretty sick story. I guess I'll do it now without Jewel. We may not get Jewel back at this rate, but anyway, we'll do the story of the Texas Peeping Tom. So this fella uh, decided to lurk into the window of a rather young lady, uh, well underage, and decided that he was going to 
fondle himself, gratify himself, etc. So the parents took it into their own hands. They chased him. The, the wife grabbed hold of him. Um, the man wrestled and grabbed the gun, in which the husband came back and fired three shots at him. And now he is caught and charged by police, which I think is great because I think what <laughs> the act that that guy did is disgusting. Not to mention a 10-year-old girl. And I got to tell you, if that was my kid, yeah. I don't think three shots would have been enough. I probably would end up in a slammer because I would probably just fill that guy full of every round I owned. By the way, the uh, Texas Peeping Tom charged by police today officially. And uh, he's got some, some gunshot wounds to handle as well. So sometimes you got to take justice in your own hands. Settled. Uh, I never liked Queen until I watched Bohemian Rhapsody. I loved Bohemian Rhapsody. And they said some of the events of it are changed a little bit. I loved it. I, I've always been a Queen fan. That movie has made me just like a, an absolute Queen diehard. Got a little teary-eyed at the end, even though you know the ending. And the ending still hit me a little hard. I was always a Freddy fan. The end was kind of tough. My wife's watching me tough guy there watching a little, little tear in my eye yeah, a little heartbreaking kind of a tough ending but a good movie love that movie to death I've seen it three times I could watch it 300 times if I have to Lego has made it official as of August 1st Lego is coming out with a Seinfeld set that's right Seinfeld Lego ladies and gentlemen look at that there see a, a Newman and a Kramer and a Jerry Elaine and George and it's Seinfeld. I mean, it's Lego greatness. I'm very stoked for this. Finally. It was on and off again. It was rumors. It was uh, projections. So, it's coming out finally August 1st. Seinfeld in Lego land. I can't stand it. I'm so excited for that. Um, yeah, great movie, dude. Loved it. Earl, I feel you. Loved me some Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, Jewel is having problems logging in. It is not letting her back. So I think we're going to go through the last maybe 10 minutes with that. $249.99. I heard rumors that it could be up to about 100 hours for this Seinfeld piece. Legos are expensive as hell. I got lucky. This Batmobile thing I bought was on sale for 30 bucks. But they're so damn expensive. I love them. They're expensive as hell, mate. Um... Just binge-watched The Legend of Bruce Lee. Now, I heard that's really good, and I want to see that. I'm always into Bruce Lee. The movie was excellent, too. I definitely want to see that. But uh, Seinfeld fans, as you know, I got all the Funko Pops. Now it's going to be a Lego series August 1st. Check local stores and bring your wallet. What else we got? Anything else on the horizon? The last story we have, I was going to say it for Jewel. I'm not really big on talking about it. I'm going to just share my two cents real quick on the Shakari Richardson being left off the U.S. Olympic team. Today, it was 100% official that she will not be joining the team. The marijuana test came back positive. She tested positive for marijuana. I get what a lot of people were saying. Marijuana is becoming more acceptable. It's becoming more legal and it's not as dangerous in the eyes of many. But it's still against the rules. And the rules are the, are the rules. And right now she has broken the rules and she's off the team. This I got to say. Hit me with this. I'm obviously weird. My daughter's name is Serenity and I've never watched an episode of Seinfeld. Serenity now? Come on, man. 
That's where the name came from. I do love the name, though. Great name, Serenity. Great girl. Haven't seen her in a while, my little girl. Adorable. Ryan's a good dude. But you gotta watch Seinfeld. Man, me and you, like, amazing we get along so well. We don't like any of the same things. I oh, know, sorry, I like a lot of things. You hate a lot of things. <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. Uh, but that's it. Like I said, the Shakari Richardson thing, I'm not even touching it. You know, it's not... The, the marijuana thing is not racist. It's not racial charge. She's left off the team. It's a marijuana thing. And people are comparing it to athletes of the past who were busted after or a year before. This is like right before the Olympics. It hurts either way. Like I said, I we've all been, you know, we've all dabbled, I'm sure, or know people that dabble. And like I said, it's becoming more legal. And until the Olympic Committee says it's legal, that's where we are. Some great people tuning in tonight. I really appreciate everybody that checked us out and uh, some hearts and love. Uh, Brandy McEwen, as always, Earl Reigns gave us the heart emoji. My sister-in-law, Beth, with the thumbs up. My brother was here. My man, Ryan Risley, Earl, Jeremy, Stephanie. We love everybody that tunes in. Mike Skill was awesome tonight. Big thanks to Mike. Uh, so Soul Alone is a brand new song. We played it this evening. Mike getting back on the road uh, with his solo act and the Romantics very soon. So that's very exciting. I'd love to check them out. When I come into town, uh, dabble. We all dabble. Everybody dabbles. And if, if we don't dabble, we know people that dabble. You know, Jeremy gave me the wink. Like I said, medicinal. There's a lot of people that do it that way. It's, you know what I mean? It's every chance you get, you're here. We appreciate it, dude. We love you for it. Great show again, as always. Thank you, Earl. Let's tune in or check in. Not tune in. Check in on what we got coming up in the next couple weeks here on the Yo Show. Of course, Jewel's going to be in California next week doing the show. And as you know, Jewel has a uh, celebrity cousin out there. Uh, so maybe she'll get on. Maybe some of her friends will get on. And, but either way, uh, Jewel's going to be out in California next week. We have a tremendous guest. Jewel will be here, though. Don't worry. I know it's the show's, the show's all about Jewel. I'm just a guy with the big mouth. You come for the big mouth, you stay for the Jewel. I get it. I know how it works. But anyway, next Tuesday night, starting 8 o'clock, Jewel will be in California. Our guest will be... The rather lovely and hilarious comedian goes by the name of Cocky Rocky. And she's a dossier there with the, with the pink hair. And she is great. Her social media is hilarious. She always posts the funniest stuff. I said, look, you got to come on the show. we got to have you. And she said, I would love to. And her birthday just passed as well. She said, what did everybody give me for my birthday? I, of course, said an appearance on the Yo Show. Ryan Risley, thanks for your heart emoji, too. Love you for it. That's next Tuesday night, remember we have switched to Tuesdays for summertime, 8 o'clock, comedian Cocky Rocky. July 20th, we have musician David D'Alessio. He's going to be on the program. Can't wait for that. That should be a good show as well. We always love our musicians here on the Yo Show. We'll try to get some songs locked in as well. My dog sounds excited as well. He can't wait. <laughs> July 27th, one of our Yo Show family members, Tiffany Mosher, is going to be with us. We're going to celebrate... Her birthday. We're trying to lock in some special guests. We're working on it. Tiffany, as you know, does the backup work when Jewel can't be with us. Uh, she's a terrific author uh, living in the Virginia Beach area. She's become a great friend of ours and family. And the 27th will be her birthday. We're going to have some fun, some cocktails, some guests, talk and laugh and have a great time with uh, Tiffany for her birthday. I heard she's 21 at last. Andrew James Blinder, good evening. One of our Former and amazing guest who will be a 
current guest again soon. We will talk, dude, and get you back on the program. Great actor, Andrew, and an awesome dude, and just a great friend of the show, and we love having you on. We love having you here, and we love the fact that you watch us, dude, on a regular basis. It's outstanding. We greatly appreciate that. Uh, we go back. We come back. Uh, 27th, August 10th. We have a great one. We've got a little bit of gaps. We're going to fill some other guests. But August 10th, folks, and this one's great because it's one of my favorite people to come on the program. A lovely young lady, a terrific actress. A lot of you back in the day might remember her as Little Gracie from uh, The Nanny. But since uh, she has a Californication, Twin Peaks, and a lot of other great programs, the beautiful and talented Miss Madeline Zima will be with us. I cannot wait for that one. August 10th. I adore you, Madeline Zima. We actually, yeah, we chat on the phone at times. It's lovely. It's like a thrill. I love her so much. She's excellent. And we're back on the program with us in August. Now, we have a booking already for September. It is September 8th. And we thank our good friend Earl Range for bringing this young lady to my attention, a terrific local singer and songwriter. September 8th, we're joined by Laura Cheadle. She is, it's actually Lauren Cheadle. I don't know why I put Laura. I apologize for that, but there she is there. She's a terrific artist. She's actually out in California this week performing. My dog is uh, really begging me to get off the air because he's going nuts upstairs. Probably fireworks. They drive him crazy. But uh, Lauren Schittel will be on our show September 8th. We can't wait to talk to her. And as I said, we got some guests. And we'll be filling them with some great artists of all sorts. Andrew, definitely thank you, man. We greatly appreciate that. And that's what we got coming up on the Yo Show in the next few weeks. Don't forget, next week it is comedian Cocky Rocky on our show. A humongous thanks to Jewel Tatey, of course. Oh, Lauren. It is Laura. Why did I say Lauren? Laura. Laura Cheadle. I love her. She's a doll. She's very excited to be on and thank me tons of times for having her on. We're very stoked for that. Uh, a tremendous thank you to uh, Beatrice and the gang of uh, Impact for getting us some great guests. We will catch you guys soon as well. I will tell her uh, that he said hello. We miss you too. We will get together soon. Anytime, man. We're always in the area. The missus loves hanging out. She loves hanging out with you. We'll do it soon, man. Absolutely. Let me know. We will definitely catch up. Because uh, got to get some Ryan Ridley in your life, man. That's what it's all about. Great times. Great dude. Glad you came in tonight and checked the show. I greatly appreciate it. Again, big thanks to Mike Skill. Thanks to Beatrice from Impact and getting her um, and getting him on the program for us. So uh, that was awesome. We absolutely love it. Terrific time. And uh, we're going to take you out now with the music of St. Ricketts, our house band, What Fire Cannot Burn. Uh, until next week, for Joel Tatey, who uh, got an early dismissal, I'm Jeff the Shark Perini, reminding you all, what was that phrase I heard today? Be the person your dog thinks you are. Did that work? Did I do it right? <laughs> Thank you, my man. Thanks for having a great time. We appreciate the fact you love it here. Uh, you, the Green Hearts, they come out and support us greatly. So thank you for tuning in to the Yo Show. Jeff the Shark Perini signing off. We will see you next week, same time, Tuesday at 8 o'clock. Make sure I do the volume right this time. I always screwed it up. There it is. And we'll see you real soon. Good night, everybody. Let's start from the beginning, shall we?
Sir!